Welcome to the Business of Dance podcast, where we discuss business growth, dance education, creating your dream business, and falling in love with your studio all over again. Now, here's your host, business coach, educator, and owner of Dance Energy Studios, Claire O'Shea. Hi guys, it's Claire O'Shea here, and welcome back to the Business of Dance podcast. Now in episode two, we are going to go through how to find, hire, and work with a virtual assistant. Personally, I know how busy as a studio owner you can be, and you don't always have the resources or money to hire an admin person that can work at your studio full-time or part-time or casually throughout the week. Hiring a virtual assistant is a really great way to be able to work with someone online that is not necessarily in your community, but could be in a foreign country or a different state to you or a different city. It really gives you the opportunity to find someone who has expertise in the areas that you are looking for and doesn't put on any restraints with regards to location. Now, this is going to be an overall guide on how to do this. So if you'd like something a little bit more in depth, feel free to email us at podcast at businessofdance.net. We know how busy you are, so today we have created a checklist for you to download that you can go through and have all of the information that we address today. You can find this checklist at businessofdance.net forward slash EP2. That's EP and the number two. So I can't wait to get started, so let's dive straight in. So for today's episode, there is three parts to finding the perfect virtual assistant. So that's finding, hiring, and working with a virtual assistant. And that's really going to help free you up some time to work on the business and not in the business all the time. So finding a virtual assistant, you can use a variety of online tools like Upwork or Fiverr, or there is some specific virtual assistant only websites that you can Google specific to your country or area. For me personally, I've used Upwork a lot in the past and have found it to be better for ongoing tasks such as a virtual assistant, whereas I use Fiverr for doing short or smaller tasks and not ongoing. Through a tool like Upwork, you can create a job position and really out line the specific needs that you have and the person that you're looking for and on this as well you can create certain expectations or requirements which include you know degrees experience language requirements and the ability to use certain tools from there people apply to your job and you can go through the process of weeding out the ones that aren't suitable for your studio and then hiring the perfect candidate A couple of other ways you can find a virtual assistant that would really be suited for your studio would be to ask a colleague or friend in your area for recommendations, whether this be online in a local community group, through another dance studio, or friends of your family and other business owners in the area. Another way to find a VA that would be really suitable to your studio and have some experience with dance studios would be to hire possibly a past student that's moved away for university or college, or even a teacher that's possibly looking for more work from home if they've got you know extra study or a small family or just looking to pick up some more work. So finding a 
a VA is not too hard, but there is a couple of things that I would recommend in the hiring process to really ensure that you're finding the perfect person for you and your studio. So when you're creating the job application, really make sure that you take the time to outline the main areas you are needing help and support with first. So while it's all well and good to say that you're wanting a virtual assistant for your studio, when you're trying to find the perfect person, you really need to outline the specific areas that you're needing guidance and support, whether that be email support or tech support online for your website, social media management, or many different odd jobs. So I'd really encourage you to take the time before you hire your virtual assistant to outline the areas that you would like them to take over now and in the future. Now, something really important to remember is that you have to train them. You can't expect someone to come onto your team and into your admin support and just say, hey, write a newsletter. You're just going to be disappointed with the outcome if you don't spend the time explaining exactly what you expect, the type of language that you use, giving examples of past newsletters, and ensuring that they include important information that you need addressed each time you send out a newsletter. But during the hiring process, I would really recommend a phone and a video interview as well as a short written task. So on something like Upwork, um, as you can probably tell, I'm in Australia, but a lot of different nationalities and people all around the world can apply for jobs, which is awesome. But something I found really important for me being a, a native English speaker is that to have someone who is highly skilled with the English language. Now, it doesn't necessarily have to be their native language, but there is like a little checklist and you can outline this within the application that you want them to have the standard of the language that you have. And that can be saying that they need to understand like colloquial terms and have a conversational tone that they can portray in writing as well as in conversation. So a short written task is a really fantastic way to ensure that you really like the writing style or that you think that their writing style is to a point that is really easy to understand and is going to be able to be adapted to work within your studio. The video interview will give you a chance to really be able to see the person and see how you think they would fit into your team. Now, remember, your gut is normally always right. So if you're really not sure, I would suggest either taking time and asking them to do maybe a short task first. You can definitely pay them for this. But before hiring them permanently or for an ongoing period, really make sure that you feel super comfortable, super confident, and that you feel really at ease with the decision that you're making. Now, on something like Upwork, you can have a lot of people apply for one position. So if you're unsure between two, I would even recommend hiring both for a trial period. And during that time, it will really become obvious which candidate is going to be the perfect fit for you and your studio. If you're upfront at the beginning about it being a trial period, there really is no hard feelings when at the end you might have to say, you know, to someone, you know, really thank you for your time. Um, I don't think that you're going to be the perfect fit for us. I wish you all the best and, you know, give them a, a nice little reference and give them a nice rating on Upwork and then move on with the person that you feel most confident and comfortable with. Now, I understand the concept of a virtual assistant can be a bit nerve wracking for some people and they're unsure 
how you go about paying and being able to track work and things like that. Again, I'm going on about Upwork, but it is a really easy tool and it does have a lot of great things for you to be able to track their work. So through Upwork, you can have two different options. They can either track their work manually, so they just submit their hours, or they can use the screen tracker, which they log on and off when they start and finish work. And it takes a little screenshot of their computer screen at certain points of time. So if you are wanting to make sure they're staying on task, Um, you know while you're building that trust period you can go back through and check and this is something that I would recommend because even though I am telling you all the positive things about Upwork you know I have heard stories and have had some you know minor incidences I had someone that I was sort of trialing at first and I was just sort of checking the tracker and so for like an hour of the time that they were saying they were working on a task for me I had a look at their screen and they were watching the news. So obviously I then sort of lost a bit of trust and I didn't feel confident in moving forward in that relationship because having a virtual assistant, you do really need to have that level of trust to be able to know they're going to get the work done in a timely manner and submit it for you to then be able to move forward with other tasks. If you have a limited budget and you're not wanting to hire someone on an ongoing basis, you can also hire people for really short periodical tasks. And it could be something that you hire the perfect person to do just one odd job a week and let them know that you're interested in building up that relationship and increasing their hours as you go. Another thing could be that you could get together with another studio owner in your area or someone from afar and share a virtual assistant. So if you're training them in the how-to and the going-ons of a dance studio, it would be super beneficial to be able to share with someone who has a similar studio structure to you or that the virtual assistant then has that dance knowledge and basic knowledge to be able to complete similar tasks such as newsletters or email correspondence and things like that. Now we can also get into things like wages and stuff but to be honest there are so many different touch points within this subject matter that we could probably spend a whole hour or two on this um, episode. So I'm just going to briefly go over that and say that through services like Upwork and Fiverr, either the candidate will set their hourly rate or you can say, you know, my budget is this. I will say this, definitely depending on your budget will also depend on the skill of the person that you're able to hire. Also keep in mind that people from different countries have different standards of being paid. So someone who is a VA in the Philippines I found to have an hourly rate between like six and nine dollars, which is super low if you're living in Australia. But for them, they're really happy with that. And, you know, you have an ongoing relationship. I would definitely recommend upping their hourly rate as you move on. A lot of the Australians on the website have an hourly rate anywhere between 18 and 30 dollars. And depending on different specialty people that you're looking for, it can also go upwards of this amount. So really just think about your budget and what you have to spend and just know that if If you do have a budget of $5 per hour, you are probably going to get an entry level person that you have to spend more time training. So that's just something to think about. So once you've hired the perfect candidate, now you're moving on to how do you work with someone who's not physically with you and who could be on the other side of the world. Some things to think about if you're hiring a virtual assistant that lives in a different time zone is really setting hours or expectations of when they will work and when they will communicate so that there's no frustration between you and them with regarding to when you'll get back to task and when they'll complete tasks. So if they had a question and you didn't check in 
and then they couldn't move forward with the task, you'd be frustrated, they'd be frustrated, etc. So some things to think about, obviously, because you can't speak in person all the time is how are you going to communicate? So for me, I hate emails. Like I'm just going to be honest, I really hate emails. So I don't communicate with any of my team, whether that be in my teachers, in my studio, my admin manager in my studio or my VA. So we all communicate via Slack or Trello. So Slack is basically an instant messaging service for business. It could be used for other things, but within it, you can create channels and different groups of people. So, you know, if you you could create a teaching team channel or you could create an admin team channel and then you could have different chats with those people or you can also chat personally just with individuals. You could communicate through Facebook Messenger or if you are a huge emailer and you love it, you could set tasks and answer questions and things like that through email. That would also work. Now, when you start, you'll be wanting to add odd jobs and you'll want to be able to track progress of certain tasks and projects. So I would recommend a management tool like Trello or Asana. So this is a great way for you to be able to outline specifically what you want them to do, as well as for them to be able to ask questions and keep it all topic related, as well as being able to add due dates and the complete task for you to then use for whatever you need it for. Now, if this is too much and you currently don't use Trello or Asana and you're thinking, uh, what the hell, this is way over the board, I'm never going to be able to do this. I just want to hire a virtual assistant to help me. Something really simple you could start with would be like a Google Doc or a Google Spreadsheet. So, you know, you could have the date and the due date. You could have the name of the task, the outcome, what it's going to look like when it's completed. And then, you know, they could use email or something to send you the file or ask any questions that they have. When you are creating tasks and getting them to complete tasks and start tasks, really ensure that you outline clearly the expected time frame for completion and what a completed task looks like. So for you, it might be obvious that, you know, you need to finish this within two days, but unless you say so, it's not clear to everyone. And particularly when you're starting someone new, you both have to learn your working style and a virtual assistant might be slower in one area and then really quick at doing another task. So while you're getting to know each other, really ensure that you outline clearly expected time frame and ensure that that's a time frame that they also think they can get it completed in. Now, a few tips before we finish up today's episode. So something that I find really valuable is an onboarding training sequence for my virtual assistant or assistants if you've had a couple. So that would be something like reading through your studio enrollment pack, going through your social media channels and really seeing the type of language as well as the photos and videos that you post as well as going through your website and reading your policies any events that you've had testimonials from parents and things so they can really see the vibe and the atmosphere that you're trying to create at your dance studio using systems is a great way to clearly show steps within a task now systems is going to be a completely different episode that we will deep dive into but very basically a system system is just a complete recorded and outlined task. So having pre-recorded systems and outlined systems is a quick way to show a new team member what you expect and how to complete it. Other tools such as Zoom allow you to share your screen like while you're having a call and walk through a specific task at that time. And you could also record that as well to be used in the future. So Zoom is kind of as well, basically like a like a form of Skype, but has a few extra additional things for business owners. Now, one thing I would say is don't 
expect a virtual assistant to solve all your problems overnight. Really do start small and slowly add tasks over time. It does take time to fall into a good pattern with a virtual assistant and you really, you must, must, must train them to the way that you want the work to be done as well as your expectations and a level of like quality that you want within each task that they're completing. So I hope this has given you a bit of an outline on the process of hiring and finding and working with your virtual assistant. Again, if you'd like this to go a bit more in depth, we'd love to hear from you. So please email us at podcast at businessofdance.net and we will be sure to answer any questions or create episodes in the future that really address any more of the concerns or questions that you have about this whole virtual assistant process and world. Now, if you've been busy and on the go and you really want to download our checklist about all of these different things, where to find them, how to hire them and how to work with them, please download our quick episode checklist today at businessofdance.net forward slash EP2. So that's businessofdance.net forward slash EP number two. Now, super excited. Coming up next week, we're going into our blog series. So I have created for you a couple of episodes that really dive deep into the ways that creating consistent blog content within your studio can be so beneficial for your website, for building awareness in the community, and also some ways that you can do that without having to spend hours and hours and weeks and weeks creating all of the content yourself. I know how busy you are and I have spent quite a bit of time finding and thinking of different ways for you to be able to do this. So I'm so excited to jump into that next week. But for now, thank you so much for listening today. I hope that this episode on virtual assistance has provided you with a bit more insight and knowledge. And if you have any questions, feel free to get in contact. Thank you again for joining me and I look forward to speaking with you next time. Bye for now. Thank you for listening to the Business of Dance podcast. For show notes and other episodes, please go to businessofdance.net slash podcast. To learn more about Business of Dance and stay up to date with all the episode releases, as well as lots of extra studio tips and tricks, please like us on Facebook and follow us on Instagram. If you have any questions, topic suggestions, or wish to be a guest on the podcast, please contact us at podcast at businessofdance.net. We appreciate you taking the time to rate and review us on iTunes and wish you a great day. Stay tuned for next week's episode. And until then, keep dancing your way to the business you have always desired.